Hi everyone. I'm Madeline. And I'm Casey. And welcome to MNC Become MTs. Thank you for joining us again today. Um, so today we want to talk about all, thin- all things session planning, how we session plan, what it was like in college versus now. Very big difference. So Madeline, yeah. <laughs> why don't you start with um, some college session session planning? How yeah. was that? So um, it would be super helpful if this was somehow visual so that yes, we could show the differences show you all. between our session plans but obviously we can't do that yeah so so just imagine it in your head yes yes so in college it was session planning was very time consuming mm-hmm. and i think that's mostly because our professors wanted us to really think about what we were doing Mm -hmm. and make sure that what we were doing in our sessions was very goal oriented. And every single thing that we choose to do in the music is in in order to promote a certain goal or promote a behavior. So basically everything has a purpose and we need to write out that purpose. Yes. So that we can get it ingrained in our brains. It's basically (laughs) like if you blink, there is a purpose for you blinking. That's how <laughs> actually, I felt session planning was. That's actually very true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel that too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, session plans in college were very long, very detailed. I know I had to write out uh, each, each intervention I did. I had to write out specifically which goals and behaviors I was working on and write out every single step of the intervention as though someone some another music therapy person music therapist coming in could take that sheet of paper and implement that intervention just without with any the, questions yeah just with those steps so starting with the music therapist will introduce the song by saying this is the song blah 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 mm-hmm. And then the the music therapist will play a one five one chord progression to begin the song. So that detailed. Um, but can you actually tell our listeners because maybe people don't know what a session plan is? Well, a session plan is kind of like think of it like as a teacher. So your teacher, you have your plan throughout the day. But how is a music therapy session plan different than maybe a teacher session plan? Hmm. Well, I think the obvious difference is it involves music. Well, <laughs> yes, of course. But I don't know. That's interesting because I've never seen a teacher's session plan, session plan, so I don't really know what the difference is. But I mean, like I said before, you go through and uh, dish out what is involved in each intervention. Mm-hmm. So you talk about your hello song or your check-in, whatever you're doing to begin the session Mm -hmm. and then you talk about your goals that you will be implementing in that intervent in each specific intervention and then the different steps of how you will implement the intervention and then I mean in college we also had to write down exactly which materials were needed Mm -hmm. and then the use of uh music as a therapeutic mechanism, which is how we're using each of the different elements of the intervention or elements of the music in the intervention Mm -hmm. to bring a 
about therapeutic change. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> that was a lot of words, but <laughs> it is a lot session planning. Mm-hmm. So basically in every session, I think this is what you were trying to say. Like there are parts of every session and depending on our site, like where we are working, the session plans look different. So I'll give you an example in that school that we are working in that we told you all told you all about. We worked with children from toddler to middle school. Our session plans genuinely looked the same each week. We'd start off with the hello song. Then we would do some some sort of movement song. Then we would move on to like the heart of the session. So whatever big goal we had set for the day. And then we would sing a goodbye song. So that's kind of like the layers of a session. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like not a lot of work. And now it's kind of easy just to look at like look at it like that but in Mm -hmm. college it was so much more involved Mm -hmm. um because we had to lay out very specific details i actually pulled up one of my college session plans because i wanted to show madeline how (laughs) in-depth and crazy this was um and i will just read you all a little bit for it how just involved it was um this is specifically for hello songs so most of the time in a session the hello song there's not many goals rather than just to keep everyone engaged Promote socialization. Yeah, just easy stuff. Yeah, so you would think for a hello song, we don't really need to write anything in the session plan rather than you're just doing the hello song because that's how you start every session. But in college, I had the session plan I had to make, and we had to write the benefits of the intervention and the child development in music and obviously the other materials. So in this specific hello song, I had to write um, participants will engage in social social interactions to learn to learn appropriate welcome phrases and greetings, engage in partner work between parents and children, mm-hmm. and then how this supported their growth um, for their development levels. I wrote, for children at this developmental stage, children should be able to catch the majority of words to all the words of the song as they become familiar with the melody. To practice a song at home, we have provided a link to the recording to help you and your child actively listen and play along at home. Mm-hmm. So we had sent this to the parents, too, because the parents wanted to see everything. Yeah. So now, well, so that was kind of our college session planning. So coming into internship, it was a little more lax. We still had to, in the beginning, write out our diff- the names of our interventions, mm-hmm. the goals that we were working on, as well as the objectives. Yeah. So goals are specifically promoting emotional expression Mm -hmm. or promoting social skills. Objectives would be something like client will wave to the music therapist when said hello Mm -hmm. to. Or client will hit the drum three times in a specific rhythm. So the objective is how you're going to obtain the goal. And that would be for like a physical goal. That would be a physical goal, yeah. Yeah. And we had mentioned to you all – goals in our previous podcast there mm-hmm. are a million goals madeline just said very basic ones mm-hmm. very specific um but there are a lot of goals and different objectives mm-hmm. to how you achieve those goals yeah so we would have uh, an internship in the beginning we had to put out those goals describe our intervention so mm-hmm. kind of like how we had to do in college mm-hmm. and then gradually once they saw that we could make session plans yep. and knew that we had thought coming from uh, behind our interventions, they 
we were kind of weaned off of the session plans and they trusted us to make our own session plans. And now we don't have to send in session yeah. plans. So, I still make them. Mm-hmm, I do um, too. Just but because they're less, they're less, less detailed. So I won't make a session plan for each of my groups because I know I'm going to walk in there and do a hello song. I know different stuff. But for my specific interventions of what I'm going to do, I still like to write them out just because you want those resources. Like mm-hmm. say you have this great idea and you're like, oh, I'm going to sing this song and we're going to do this songwriting thing and it's going to be great. And you do it. But if you don't write write it down what you're going to do in like three months from now, you're going to be thinking like, oh, what was that song I did and what did I do? So I specifically like to write out the interventions and I feel like this is most people mm-hmm. just so you have it and you can put it in your resource file. Mm-hmm. Um, as internship has gone further, my intervention plannings are definitely less specific. I kind of just write, hand out this worksheet, sing this song because if I'm looking at it, like I know what I'm going to do. Like, mm. you know how to be a therapist, you know how to yeah. implement stuff. But mm-hmm. if there are specific things you need to do in each inter- intervention, then we'll obviously write that. Exactly. Yeah. And for my session plans, I honestly, cause I have kind of the structure of how my interventions go in my mm-hmm. mind, but for my session plans at this point, I kind of just write down what I'm doing. Yeah just in order just so that yep, I can I remember the, same thing. the order of what I'm doing because in my mind I know the goals that I'm working yeah. on with those interventions and I know how those interventions need to go but so if I you don't, don't have write to write it write... down you're gonna forget you're gonna exactly. sit there and you'll be like uh what was I gonna do next so separately I do write it down somewhere else but yeah yeah so just the order of the interventions mm-hmm. and that's something that actually one of our supervisors for the psych hospital Mm -hmm. told us is a good idea is having kind of a structure in mind for the session of, I don't, uh, kind of like the bell curve. So Mm -hmm. having something that is low stimulation in the beginning. So check in, check in, hello song, hello song, Mm -hmm. and then kind of something going up a little bit, going up the bell curve a little bit. And in the psych hospital, that would usually be drumming. Or movement, or movement song like that. And then something that's very, that's not very complex, but more complex and requires more thought and more energy. Kind of like the climax of the session. Mm-hmm. Like your session is based on this specific mm-hmm. goal. So maybe l- lyric analysis or songwriting mm-hmm. or with the kids, something that's just more, takes more attention to do Mm -hmm. like listening to a book Mm -hmm. that we're singing yeah um and then kind of going down the bell curve again maybe something less stimulating if there's time for there's time and then like a goodbye song at the end or check out that's kind of just wrapping up the session Mm -hmm. i think that's also really important to um talk about when you're session planning you always have to leave time for checking in and checking Mm -hmm. out because how are you supposed to measure how yes you can measure how your clients did based on the goals if they achieved the goals Mm -hmm. but you need to know how they're feeling at the beginning of the Mm -hmm. session and how they're feeling at the end because Mm -hmm. if you don't know how they're feeling you don't really know if you were successful or not yeah so I think that's very important to do it's yes definitely very important that is a important way for us to gauge how successful the session was yeah so yeah so that's internship (laughs) that's how we session plan yeah and 
some of the we're going to talk about some of the resources that we've yeah. used in session planning um, and some of the different ways that we have session planned. So I know Casey and I have both used a few books mm-hmm. to help us to give us ideas yes. and help us session plan. Um, so Casey rec- recommended this book in our last podcast. It's called 150. I'll start with the first one. (laughs) I recommended the second book because I didn't know about the first one. So the first one is 103 Group Activities and Tips. And that is by Judith A. Belmont. And it goes, it has 103 group activities and it has different uh, goal areas that you can work on. It's all like counseling stuff. Mm -hmm. But you can adapt. Yeah, it's written by a counselor, but... As music therapists, we kind of double as mm-hmm. counselors. Yeah. With we have to have um, prime verbal counseling skills, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially with our adult clients. So, um, a good this has been a really good resource because we can use this for ideas and then add musical element to it mm-hmm. to and to that make music the goals easy not easier to achieve but more more attainable more attainable. Yeah, that music. Part of why music therapy is so effective is because music really brings people together mm-hmm. and makes them feel more comfortable and feel more able to express themselves. Yep. So we can use that to help make these mm-hmm. ideas more attainable. And then there's also the book that Casey recommended. My which favorite is book. <laughs> 150 more group therapy activities and tips. And it's still by Judith A. Belmont. Um, so that's just even more great ideas that we can implement in our sessions. And then this is a book that I've been using. Oh, that's cool. I haven't seen this book before. Yeah. So it's called Therapy Games for Teens. And the subtitle is 150 Activities to Improve Self-Esteem, Communication, and Coping Skills. And it's by Kevin Gruszewski. And he's actually a recreational therapist. Oh, that's cool. Um, so some of these things I've actually used with adults, too, because they work with adults. But there are different subjects in here. Mindfulness, self-esteem, communication, stress management, anger management, anxiety, depression, and many more. That's cool. So that's been really helpful, too, because there are some really cool ideas in here. I have, like, so many pages dog-eared yeah. because there's so many great ideas. Ooh, I'm going to want to borrow that book. Yeah. That looks really cool. Yeah, I can lend it to you for sure. Um, so those have been really great resources. Mm-hmm. And then also Pinterest. Pinterest. <laughs> that is how I pretty much do everything is through Pinterest. Um, all you really have to do is type in, like, music therapy or music games or music education and you would be astonished like amazed on all the resources that Pinterest mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. And granted Pinterest does not give you a session plan. Mm-hmm. You have to adapt and that's that's the thing with music therapy. So these things aren't handed to us and the same with these books. Like yes they're handing us goals and interventions but we need to adapt it mm-hmm. and make it musical and that's where like the challenge comes in trying mm-hmm. to figure out how am I going to make this musical? How am I going to make this obtainable? Mm-hmm. How is this going to specifically work for my groups? Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And that is a challenge. But I think 
it's so great to have these resources mm-hmm. because I know I've had so many times where I've been like, oh man, like I am so stuck. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what else I can do with yeah. this group, especially in internship. It's mm-hmm. different from college because in college, you work with these clients for like two, maybe three months. Yeah. But an internship, it's six months with all the same clients. Yeah. So you start running out of ideas. Yeah. And these books are great for giving ideas as well as Pinterest. I think it's also important to realize, and this is something I didn't really realize until I got to internship, you're allowed to use resources. Like in mm-hmm. college, I thought I was not a successful therapist unless I came up with the intervention by myself. Yeah. And that is such an insane idea yeah. to sit down and like come and damaging. Up, dam- <laughs> yes, damaging. Sit for hours on end thinking for interventions. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, we still do that. So a lot of our interventions we do come up with by ourselves. Mm-hmm. But these resources are nice to bounce off of. Or if you're really stumped and you're like, what am I going to do with this group? Mm-hmm. You can just hop on Pinterest or open up a book. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of, I know a lot of person, like personally, like my session plans or really like song analysis is that we do. Mm-hmm. I come up with these interventions like in the car, yeah, in the shower, <laughs> yeah. like anywhere, like I'm listening to music, like mm-hmm. intervention planning and session planning. You don't just sit down and do it. I feel like it's a 24 hour thing. Like yeah, you are constantly. Honest- yeah, thinking. it honestly is. I'll be listening to songs <clears throat> like just the other day. I a song that I used in a session today. I came up with the idea last week while I was just listening to my mm-hmm. discover weekly playlist on yeah. Spotify. I just heard the song and I was like, whoa, this is a perfect song for promoting uh, or identifying toxic relationships Mm -hmm. and creating boundaries because that's what the song was about. So that's also a perfect way to think of ideas is just listening to to new music Mm -hmm. or even listening to old music Mm -hmm. and kind of thinking about how can I use this in a session. Yeah. It's a blessing and a curse because now I can't listen to music without psychoanalyzing it. Yeah. Every song, I'm like, ooh, what's the therapeutic um, value of this song? Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I feel like I have to turn it off sometimes. I I, like, it's I'm like, hard okay, to turn off. I'm listening to this song yep. so that I can enjoy it for yep. myself. <laughs> my friend, there's a new album to an artist that me and my friend listen to. And she texts me. She's like, oh, what's your favorite songs in this album? And I text her and she's like, oh, those songs are good. I like these songs. And I was like, oh, well, I like these songs because I think I can use them in my group. So like, this is the therapeutic stuff I've seen. It. And she's like, Casey, like, why oh, don't gosh. you just listen to the song yeah. and enjoy it? And I was like, oh, it's just so hard. Yeah. And that's something I've heard from listening to other music therapy <clears throat> podcasts mm-hmm. is after being a music therapist for so long, they've they feel like they aren't able to enjoy music for themselves. Yeah. And so I've been trying to be able to turn that yeah. switch, you know, because that's important. One mm-hmm. of the reasons we came into music therapy is because we love music we love so music. much. But if we can't enjoy it ourselves, then mm-hmm. what are we doing, you yeah. know? <laughs> so I think that's It is important. definitely a balancing game. But it's great that we are able to use our time in that way to Mm -hmm. find songs it is helpful for sessions and i do and it's great because we have so many ideas Mm -hmm. and there's just like a bucket full of ideas that we can just pull from and that's Mm -hmm. why i love music and i enjoy listening to the music too Mm -hmm. and i definitely obviously we're still learning how to like turn it off but like when i'm like (laughs) with my friends and we're like blasting like yeah. girls nights music like I know I'm like oh I'm just gonna sing and have fun I'm not gonna psychoanalyze yeah. everything I'm listening yeah. to yeah exactly but 
but yeah. it's good to know the t- the times to turn it off and turn it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was something else I was thinking about session planning. Oh, so this is something else that I do. Um, this is mainly for like building my rep, like mm-hmm. my song rep, which obviously you use songs in your session planning. Mm-hmm. I love to ask people what music they listen to because obviously we all have different styles and tastes. Like I personally love country music. Not everyone really likes country music. So I will go to social media and I'll post on like my Instagram story and put like one of those question things like, what's your favorite song? And you'd be surprised how many songs you can add Hmm. to your rep book from this. Oh, Um, that's cool. Yeah, because nobody likes this. Well, not nobody. There are a lot of people that don't listen to the same music you listen to. So Mm -hmm. it's good to broaden that. And I've actually gotten some of my favorite songs I've used in my sessions were from other people. Them saying like, oh, listen to this song. This is like one of my favorite songs right now. I'm like, wow, wow. that's great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. I might start yeah. doing that. It gets overwhelming because you have like 50 people responding yeah. their favorite songs <laughs> and you're like, oh, now I need to learn 50 new songs. Oh, God. But in the end, it's super helpful because yeah. you have all these sessions you can build off of. Yeah. And that's also something that's really important as a music therapist is learning as many songs as you can because you never know when you'll be in a session and this person is like oh I want to listen to this song and you're like oh I don't know that song and it's okay to bring it up on your phone oh yeah but if you already know it then it might make the session go more smoothly many diverse songs yeah because like if you're just learning because you could have a rep book full of music, but it could be all like pop songs yeah, or maybe all rap songs. And what if you walk into, say you're working in a hospital and you walk into a unit and you're treating this like six-year-old man and he's like, well, I like oldies music. He's Mm -hmm. like, give me music from like the (laughs) forties. And you're sitting there and you're like, well, I have some Mac Miller. (laughs) It's like not the same. So it's really important to be like, be open to learning Mm -hmm. different music that maybe you don't like. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I've learned to like some some of the songs mm-hmm. that I've had to learn yeah. for clients. Yeah, like just just today we did songs with one of our groups because two of the kids are graduating and they wanted to hear these songs. And one of the songs I fell in love with and I've mm-hmm. been listening to it every single day just because mm-hmm. it's so great. And yeah. there are a lot of therapeutic elements to that song. Mm-hmm. So it works out well. Was that way less sad? Way less yes. sad. Such a great song. Totally recommend By you all AJR. listen to it. Yeah. Way less sad by AJR. Very deep song. Very deep song, but so catchy. It's been stuck mm-hmm. in my head all day. Yeah. Super good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's session planning. Um, yeah, don't really have any much more to it. Do you have anything more about session planning? I just have to say, if there are any, like, college students listening to our podcast, session planning won't always take four oh, hours. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't talk about timing. How long did it take you in college, beginning of internship, and now? How long? I honestly could not tell you the exact timing, but it's exponentially shorter now than it was in college Mm -hmm. and even in the beginning of internship because we have so much practice Yeah, and because we don't have to write out so much anymore. Mm -hmm. But before before we had only one session a week in college. Yep. So we had more time, whereas in the beginning of internship, we had how many sessions? Like 
12 starting out probably we didn't have to start out session planning yeah for all of them Mm -hmm. we were slowly adding but it definitely took some getting used to Mm -hmm. but now that we've done it for so long I don't it's so quick yeah it takes like 30 15 to 30 minutes to write a session plan yeah if you told me like I have I think I have like 15 15 client hours a week which is Full-time for music therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you told me I had a session plan for 15 clients in college, I would – I don't know what I would do. <laughs> it took me like four hours to do one session plan in yeah. college just because of how detailed it was. And the beginning of internship, I feel like me – we would be texting each other and be like just starting the session plan and like two hours later. Oh, yeah. are you done? Yeah, I'm just about finished. <laughs> now it will be like – this is this sounds irresponsible, but I promise it's not. Only because I have resources. <laughs> It'll be the night before. And I'll be like, oh, I forgot to make a session plan. And then I just throw it together in yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. But that's because in college and the beginning of internship, and still now, we put in the work. Mm-hmm. And we have all those resources we mm-hmm. can just pull from. Mm-hmm. And we also have created and facilitated so many different interventions at this point that we can kind of just pull them out Mm -hmm. and be like oh this will be good I might adapt it a little a little Mm -hmm. bit for this group but this will be good and I'm gonna work on these goals yeah and you don't have to worry so much about it and it is important like every few weeks like I'll I'll pull from my resource binder or I guess google folder (laughs) um a lot and then I'll realize, like, in a, like every few weeks, I'm like, oh, I should probably, like, come up with some new stuff so I don't mm-hmm. keep using everything. And that's when I'll sit down for a few hours and I'll, like, try to bang out some new ideas just to keep mm-hmm. everything fresh and continue to build my resource file. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, so I hope this was helpful, helpful. and informative. <laughs> yeah. So for all the college music therapists mm-hmm. listening right now. Yes, session planning is not fun in college, but we <laughs> promise it gets easier. And now I kind of like enjoy doing mm-hmm. enjoy doing it because I like I don't know, I like planning what I'm going to do for my groups. Mm-hmm. And I love how it doesn't need to be involved as involved as it used to Definitely, be. Definitely, yeah. And then we can we can make it our own. Mm-hmm. We can make it as involved or not yes. involved as we need it to and be. And it doesn't sound so scientific now or scientific medical, I don't know. It just sounds more personable now my session plans mm, yeah. rather than so technical mm, there you go technical. there it is technical was the word. <laughs> because it's only for ourselves, not for other yes. people yeah. and for like whoever you send it to but chances are whoever you're sending it to knows you and they'll mm-hmm. know exactly what you mean mm-hmm. yeah and if you do have to send it to someone who doesn't then you can always you can just change a few pull words. those pull those college skills of yeah. session planning and, and change some stuff up yeah so yeah I'm so thankful for all of you guys for listening into mm-hmm. this podcast. We and hope it's helpful. Mm-hmm, exactly. And we hope that you will listen into next week's podcast. Next week. All right. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Bye.